My greetings, sir. <laughs> Mamma mia! It wouldn't buy! <gasps> Pinocchio! What have you done? You killed him! Hey everyone, it's Jonathan, and welcome back to Every Version Ever. Today we're going to be talking about the other infamous version from 2022, Pinocchio, A True Story, which is just a bold-faced lie right there in the title. This version is a Russian animated film that gained notoriety when it was imported to the U.S. and given an English dub starring Tom Kenny as Geppetto, John Heater as Tybalt the Horse, and Polly Shore as Pinocchio. I realize this is two terrible versions of Pinocchio in a row, but hopefully the next episode will make up for it when we get to Guillermo del Toro's version of the story. Plus, these bad ones are just so much fun to talk about, they almost make the chore of sitting through the movie worth it. Joining me for this episode is Katie Fabric and Nikki from Trivial Theater. My original idea was to do this with Nikki. In fact, when the trailer for this thing first dropped, the second I watched it for the first time, I immediately sent it to her and said, we have to do this movie. And then later on, Katie and I were talking about different animated films coming out, and she really wanted to do this one as well, so we had to make it a party. And if you're watching the YouTube version on this episode, check out the new art thanks to Katie. She is an amazing artist, and with the upcoming launch of iHeart Animation, I really wanted to get some variety in the art I would be using, so I knew I had to get some from Katie, and she did an amazing job. Okay, I think that's all for now. Let's get into this amazing film <laughs> Pinocchio a true story just looking through the quotes uh, from Pinocchio and oh my god <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah father when can I leave to be on my own I've got the whole world to see that was that quote made me realize I was watching the wrong version because <laughs> I started watching one. I was like, this doesn't sound like John Heater. John Heater must be like really terrible at voice acting because this is awful. <laughs> and then it kept going. I was like, this does not sound anything like the trailer because it was all the scenes from the trailer. Like there was the line about the, well, I can't call him Leonardo because he might become a turtle obsessed with pizza or whatever. <laughs> And then the father line came up, and it was just the most boring, flat delivery. I was like, what is going on here? I remember the trailer. This was a lot different. And then I realized, oh, apparently there's more than one dub of this movie, and I'm watching the wrong one. So then I had to go track down the right one, which apparently is streaming for free on a bunch of different places yeah i can see why it's streaming for free holy crap <laughs> there wasn't even ads no, <laughs> really? streaming oh my god I've, i had ads like the same three commercials over and over and over <laughs> i uh, suffered for you john i want you to understand that <laughs> I suffered just watching the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, as the question I have to ask you, because, you know, I'm a weirdo, this or Santa Claus and the Ice Cream Bunny? Santa Claus and the Ice Cream Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> this or Santa Claus Conquers the Martians? Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. <laughs> this or the Asylum version of War of the Worlds? This. <laughs> 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 well, this it's is, good to this that is it's much shorter. Very true. Very true. Plus, there's no part two, thank God. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. 
Now, when I when I first saw this one, I thought this is going to be the worst Pinocchio, and then I watched <laughs> the Disney remake oh. Pinocchio, and after that, I was like, "There's no way this can be worse than the Disney remake Pinocchio." This is good. This is going to be the second worst Pinocchio. Yeah. <laughs> the second worst Pinocchio to come out in 2021, 2022. <laughs> Except I think I'm back to this being the worst one for me. Oh, really? <laughs> I was so bored. I, I was bored, but at least Pinocchio didn't spend a whole minute and a half looking at horse poop. <laughs> that is true. That is a point in this one's favor. <laughs> <laughs> like that is my new that is my new uh, marker for if a movie is absolute crap or not. Like, okay, is there a shot of one of the main characters, a beloved main character, that looks just like the cartoon that it's based off of staring dead on at a giant pile of steaming horse poop for more than a minute? Yeah. that That is one of the worst parts of that one. <laughs> I think the reason mainly that this one falls to be worse for me is the writing is so terrible. Oh, you could have a dozen different reasons as to why this one is the worst. I'm just saying my personal markers for terrible is 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 that. So. Yeah. There's a lot of things you can find in both of these versions to Oof. be personal markers for terrible. You know that the whole like um the the last airbender where they kept screwing up the name Ong and I thought <laughs> okay, that's that's pretty bad. To go teeny bolt all the time. I just what nobody was with could. That? Th there were so many different pronunciations for that horse's name. Right. I know. <laughs> Call him Fred if you're having that much trouble. Hey, Fred, let's go on an adventure. That and Mangiafoco. Like, I'm. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, it was like. <laughs> The voice actors are stuffed in a booth, and they're just like, how do I pronounce this? And they're just like, just say it however. Like, they just <laughs> read it, and they were hoping they were pronouncing it right. And there was no, like, director saying, no, it's not that, it's this. Yeah, I don't know. I should have looked up the cast, like, beyond the main three. Because the main three are the only ones who are, like, actual well-known people. You have Tom Kenny as Geppetto. Holly Shore as Pinocchio and John here Pinocchio. is Ty. <laughs> I was I was reading it as Tybalt, but it's Tybalt. It's I like T I Bolt. It's spelled like T Y B A L T. Right. And when I first saw the trailer, I thought he was calling him Tibbles. <laughs> <laughs> they call me Mister Tibbles. <laughs> but yeah, the other characters. I, I really should have, I think maybe I still will. I'm going to go and check the credits because the the voices on the other characters sounded the same in both dubs. It would be interesting to know what the Russian original language sounded like <laughs> because I would hope that it would be better than what we got for the English dub. Oh, you know, and that's the thing, like even the quality of the voiceover work like even with the big act, even with the main actors, it was bad. They, like there's they, places they were phoning it in. <laughs> oh my god! It wasn't even a matter of phoning it in. Like just the quality of, like there was places where it sounded like it was doubled over. Like there was an echo to it that I don't know how you get that echo. Well, I can tell you that for, well, especially for 
I, I keep wanting to call him Tibbles because in my head for the longest time, <laughs> the horse's name was Tibbles until I started watching it. The horse, the whoever played him in the other dub that I was watching is much worse than John Heater. Really? <laughs> so bad. And like, what does that say when John he- Heater was like the best voiceover person in this? I don't know. <laughs> like, I like John Heater. Like, Napoleon Dynamite's one of my favorite movies, but this was not his best work. <laughs> I don't think but it was still better than whoever work. else was doing this. <laughs> he he kind of sounded like he was trying to impersonate Tigger sometimes. Like, he would be, like, either talking normally or he was, like, doing some, like, goofy, dumb voice. I was like, why do you keep changing your idea? It was so weird. Well, and they were saying that he's never seen this movie. Like, that's what the trivia said. And regarded, it's an IMDb trivia thing, so it may or may not be accurate. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised because <laughs> I know that a lot of stars, well, especially, like, I don't know if you would call it, was he, like, D-list? I don't know what you, I don't even know what the tears even mean, but like lesser known stars will do these just for the paycheck, just to keep, keep getting work. Oh, true. Very true. And, Cause it's there's like a, a lot of these foreign films that come over just and get dubbed and put off on Netflix or whatever. Oh yeah. I could see it, but it's weird that it's, I don't know, like not that I hold Lionsgate to a higher standard, but like this, this kind of, this feels like any of those, like you say, the, the they're made in a different country. They're brought over. They're renamed to kind of fit whatever needs to be done. But I don't think I remember like a big name studio doing something like this. Like it doesn't seem like something Lionsgate would traditionally do. Lionsgate has recently been one of the bigger importers of some of these low budget foreign animated films. Okay. And for better or for worse, they also do it for some higher budget things but then they don't release them well. Like that's kind of been a problem with things like Shaun the Sheep. Lionsgate was the distributor and they did a terrible job promoting it and even getting it out there. Oh. So I think they're just kind of buying rights to things, trying to make a quick buck, but they're not doing a good job promoting it. This one got promoted more than others because of the meme factor. Oh, 100%. (laughs) As soon as that trailer dropped, it was all over the internet. Because of the voice <laughs> cast and the quality of their performances. Oof. Yeah. Okay, I've, I've found my answer. The entire cast is the same, except for the main three characters in the two dubs that I was watching. Ah. So the other actors, they were all just as bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, their performances were really flat. Like, um, what's her name? The fairy. Lucina or Lucilda. Oh, Lucilda. Yeah. I kept wanting to call her Lucinda, but I knew that was incorrect. Like she's basically sounds like she's reading it and she's not doing a good job acting. Same with the detective. The detective was terrible. (laughs) I mean, the main villains weren't much better. They were fine. I guess they were like, they were better than the detective. The detective was the worst followed closely by Lucilda. They just sounded like they were phoning it in. (laughs) But the horse was the worst in the first version that I was watching. It was so bad. I was like, this is John Heater. Like I would have, because I thought when I was watching, I was assuming that I was watching the right one. I was like, John Heater cannot voice act. This is awful. (laughs) (laughs) 
it, it, I guess he's marginally better in his version, but I think part of the problem is I have a feeling that this is one of those cases where they're trying to match the lip movements, and that to me makes for very stilted dialogue. Very much because the, I guess the cadence or the movements is it's different in other languages, and there's not going to be a one-to-one equal version for each word. Yeah. So. It just sounded, it looked wrong. It sounded wrong. Like, to me, I don't really care if the lip movements are going to match for the dub or not. Just get it close enough and it, and make it sound good. Well, make it entertaining. Make it, you know, because a joke that tra- that works in Russian, if you were just to, like, pop that in Google Translate and spit it out the other side, it's not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> but, and not yeah. that they did that here, but, like you say, the they were trying to match what was there, and it just... It, it really limited what they could have done. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they're saving this in any way, shape, <laughs> or form, but it would have at least given them a chance. Yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know if that would have saved it or not, because <laughs> even the animation at times was terrible. Like, there was one scene where they're, like, driving, the, the circus is driving through the city, and there's, like, all these very badly animated children running around. <laughs> I, I do appreciate that they would always be like, isn't it beautiful? And you cut and you're like, um, sure. <laughs> Take your word for it. <laughs> and also Pinocchio, he just, they all, every character looked plastic. So Pinocchio looked like the other characters. He didn't look like he was some wooden freak, like they were calling him <laughs> at times. He just I looked like think... another character. Yeah, he didn't, like, they didn't do enough to him. And no. and that's an and that's a that's a beginning animation like a model thing, but there wasn't anything that made him look like even coloring. He just looked like a boy. There yeah. wasn't any. And now that you want him to look like Disney's Pinocchio, I mean, it's got to stand on its own. But like he was weirdly tall. <laughs> he just yeah. Just make the wood grain more pronounced and make his wood more brown. I guess because he just looked. <laughs> Caucasian <laughs> to make him look wooden. He looked like he had white skin, yeah. not wood skin. <laughs> the story is like nothing like the book either. Like it's been a long time since I've read the book, but I know that they have cut out and changed so many things because. Well, well as they said at the beginning, have you ever seen a nose grow? Obviously, that's oh, big. that's right. That was so dumb. He was like, <laughs> <laughs> he was like tra- trying to make it so- sound like the stories that people tell about Pinocchio are ridiculous. But what do you call everything that happened in this movie? <laughs> Obviously, the superior version. Oh, absolutely, without question. <laughs> I mean, where a cricket is translated into a giant horse that also doubles for a father for a good chunk of the movie. I mean, you know, what can you say? That's obviously not ridiculous. Oh, no, not at all. Yeah. And the fact that, like, <laughs> like the, the the fairy, and I apologize, I'm not even going to attempt her name. The <laughs> She's like, oh, you know, you know, it would be really nice if, if Geppetto had a son. Let's take that <laughs> puppet and turn him into a real boy. And just, like, that would, if I was an old man and all of a sudden this thing I had made came to life, I'm pretty sure I'd have a heart attack. <laughs> but also, how did she even know about Pinocchio? Is she omnipotent or something? Because she did not leave her carriage. She didn't look in the window. She just drove by, picked up her thing he was fixing, and then drove off, and then like shot the magic over her shoulder, and 
brought Pinocchio to life without ever even looking at him. So how did she know he was even in there? Because P- Geppetto had literally just built the thing. Plot convenience. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of plot convenience in this movie. <laughs> this movie was built on plot convenience. <laughs> Oof. And that is not a good foundation. No. When it first happened, I was like, what does she think she's doing? Is like what if what if her magic beam had hit like a random object? Would the table have just come to life? Because I didn't realize <laughs> that she knew what she was doing. Like apparently she did. Like apparently she meant to bring him to life. So apparently she's omnipotent. But at the time I was like, what if she just hits a chair? <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like an easy fix of that would have just been like she's like I will give him his heart's most desire. And then she just yeah. waves her wand and the magic just goes over. And he's like, well, he wanted a kid. And you're like, there we go. But if she's just, the bird's just like, oh, yeah. let's." And she's like, let's give him a gift. And the bird's like, yes, it will be. And she goes, no, it's going to be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, and then they just keep telling you that this is going to be an interesting story. And you're like, man. If they say it enough, does it become true? No. Well, it's like it's like saying, oh, isn't it beautiful? If you say it yeah. enough times, that makes it true. Yeah. There was also <laughs> scenes where I felt like they added voice acting that they didn't need voice acting. Like anything from a distance. <laughs> like when Pinocchio was doing circus tricks. Like the, there's all these weird grunts and things. <laughs> it's like, why not just show him doing all these tricks? Like his mouth isn't moving. But the weird just... grunts were my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> and that right there tells you everything you need to know. <laughs> like he's like, "Father, let me go," and he's like, "Sure," and he's like, "Hooray!" And then he just runs off going skitty 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 skitty, and you're like, "What? <laughs> what? What did that even mean?" <laughs> <laughs> was Polly Shore just making noises and they just threw him into the movie? More than likely. <laughs> it was like his voice warm up and they're like, yes. <laughs> Gold. <laughs> the the worst character and the worst acting for me was Detective Brion. <laughs> he was so annoying. Like his whole thing was he was just looking for suspicious people for no reason. <laughs> and Pinocchio has to hide from him for no reason. <laughs> it was so dumb. And like he, the whole thing with him was like, it seemed like he was supposed to be an idiot. But then at the end, there's like this whole revelation that maybe he's not an idiot. <laughs> and I was like, why? Because plot convenience. Exactly. <laughs> Because someone had an idea halfway through and they're like, oh, wait, he's going to be important now. It feels like uh, in Return of the Jedi where it's revealed that Luke and Leia are brother and sister. It was like a last minute decision. Like, oh, hey, we need uh, we need something for Bella. Um, 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 OK, these two are connected. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Except it was one of like with Bella, they're, they're like they, they're never in the same scene. They don't know each other. There's never anything previous to even like hint that you could retcon into them being connected like you could with Luke and Leia. True. It's just as random as Luke and Leia might seem, this was so much more random. Oh, I agree. <laughs> I, I'm just trying to offer some kind of uh some kind of thing. Um yeah. 
But you know that that whole thing is no different than than Bella and Pinocchio like being deeply in love. Like it's out of nowhere. It's like oh, oh all of a sudden Pinocchio has this deep intimate connection with this with this girl. <laughs> she is the most beautiful thing the world has to offer. Well, she's literally the only girl in the entire freaking movie outside of the <laughs> outside of the fairy. <laughs> and those random kids. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think there is any other women with a speaking role. There's a really loud crowd woman. Like, whenever the crowds oh, are yeah. shouting, there's always that really loud woman who's just like, Get off the stage! <laughs> you are horrible! Or, Hooray! You saved us! <laughs> that woman, is, you know, they paid, she's like, this is my acting gig. <laughs> well, you know, if you're not screaming something, you're not emoting properly. Exactly. <laughs> and also, you know, word of mouth travels. Why would you go to the circus and go, boo, all of this is terrible? And then she starts singing a semi-offbeat song and everybody's in love with everything. <laughs> the The crowd reactions to everything that happened in the circus made no sense. Because you have that scene with the cat and the fox having their act, and the cat's going to shoot the apple off the fox's head. But then he shoots, and it's confetti, and everybody loves that. But then he throws away the gun, and then he somehow shoots a bullet out of his finger and explodes the apple, and everybody hates that. Seen it before. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I've, seen it's coming. I've seen a talking cat shoot an apple with his finger before. Okay, get, <laughs> get something original. <laughs> It was, and again, it's plot convenience, but it's like everyone acted the way the writer wanted them to act, whether it made any sense or not. Basically, yeah. There was that one crowd guy at the beginning, and he's just like, if it's anything like last year, I want my money back. You're like, if, you're, if you've already watched it, why <laughs> are you coming back? <laughs> that was my exact thought when he said that. I was like, why are you here if you hated it a year ago? <laughs> Well, you know what you know what uh, insanity is doing the same thing <laughs> twice and expecting a different result. Uh, I think there are a lot of people with insanity in this movie. <laughs> but you know what? The one thing we can take solace in, at least when it comes to this particular part, no one spent a good minute and a half uh, staring at a giant pile of horse crap. <laughs> that is true. It is one point in this movie's favor. <laughs> I also appreciate that the circus was just called Circus. So then when you got all the posters, it just said Circus on it. <laughs> well, you know, that way you don't have to worry about, like, if you say a certain name and someone's like, that guy owes my money. They can't do that. They can just say, oh, it's just a circus. Just Circus. Just Circus. <laughs> It's like Prince, you know? He doesn't need any other names. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but another thing that made no sense for anything other than plot convenience was, well, first of all, the detective following them around. Like, he wasn't actually looking for anything in particular until he was. Because he would say what he was doing, and he was just, like, looking for something. I'm suspicious. And then, like, halfway through oh, he's actually following the circus because people are getting robbed while the circus is happening. And I'm like, why didn't you just say that at the beginning? Because I didn't know at that point. <laughs> you say halfway through, but it was more like 50 minutes. Into the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is true. 
My question is if, if he's like, because, and then at the end he says how he's been looking for his daughter the whole time. Has he been wandering around like telling trees that they're being lazy or like suspecting circuses of stealing from people the entire 11 years that his well, daughter's been missing? His his whole thing didn't make sense even at the end because the revelation, and the revelation was stupid anyways, like they had the same <laughs> handkerchief, so wow, they're the same family. Wow. But he said it was like he didn't even remember. And then he questioned Mangiafuoco, however you say it. And he said, tell me the truth and it will be used in your favor at the trial. And he said he bought her from her from a kidnapper. And then it was like he suddenly remembered, oh, yeah, I had a daughter that went missing 11 years ago. And that's what inspired <laughs> him to become a detective. <laughs> it's like, did you just forget about her for 11 years <laughs> <laughs> well he was busy chasing down people that were stealing i mean you know like maybe? his whole personality did not seem like somebody who was missing a daughter let's uh, see he was just that uninformed you know he'd forget that he was wearing if he he would forget to wear pants walking out the front door probably <laughs> he was a very dumb detective <laughs> But also the the other thing that uh, was just plot convenience was all the things about them supposedly being in love, like <laughs> T Tybalt, like confronting him and talking <laughs> about like, I know why you wanted to run away and join the circus because you're in love with her. <laughs> I was like, why is that even something to argue about? Like you've, you've been there for like two days and suddenly this is something horrifying that you need to confront him about like they they got into arguments for the dumbest reasons and like they basically broke up for the dumbest reasons <laughs> <laughs> going their separate ways over small arguments i was like i would not want to be friends with these people at all I've, I've gotta admit though when uh tip the horse whatever his name is um he's let's just, just like... call him tibbles <laughs> <laughs> a better name absolutely um yeah so he's just like sometimes your friends aren't your friends and pinocchio's just like yeah and you're a good example of that i was like <laughs> oh man that's a good burn no doubt yeah. <laughs> there were so many lines in this movie where it was like Oh, they really thought they had something there. <laughs> the one that the one that sticks out to me the most is um, after they've gone off to find Lucilda again to see if she can make him a real boy. She tells him that she can't make him human because the best miracles in life happen without help from fairies. And then they leave, and her cockatoo flies in and asks why she didn't just turn him into a human, because she obviously could. And she says, it's not the right time. And besides, sometimes to become human, all you have to do is be human. And the cockatoo's like, oh, that's deep. <laughs> and I'm like, this is like that subreddit, r slash I'm 14 and this is deep. <laughs> 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 it's like the most trite observation that they think, oh, this is so meaningful. <laughs> <laughs> 
Are you enjoying this episode of the podcast? Do you want more content from me and my friends on the iHeartMovies Podcast Network? We have exclusive bonus episodes, extended episodes, preview content, and more waiting for you right now on Patreon. Patrons also get the chance to request episodes, so if you want me to cover something I've never done before, sign up and let me know. I do also have to ask, so Pinocchio goes off to the circus, you know, and he doesn't have to stay there. He can, you know, he's made his money. They don't need money. You know, he's not like being held against his will. Why does he stay? Like, I what don't is, know. Is, is it is it the implied relationship with Bella? I think that's all it is. Like he says it's for money, but then there's this whole the whole argument with the horse about him being in love with her. And I think that's supposed to be all it is. But I think it's just another one of those things where it's plot convenience. Like this is how the story has to happen. So Man, that's, that's what deep. they're gonna do. <laughs> I think another one of my favorite lines was when they first run into the troop and the cat's just like, he's a wooden monster. And uh, the horse is just like, well, one of us has sausages for brains. So which one of us is the real monster? And you're like, what? <laughs> what a great comeback, man. <laughs> that, that scene was probably the only scene that made me laugh. And it was revealed in the trailer when Pinocchio shows up and the cat just point blank shoots him. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, movie over. <laughs> that was the funniest scene in the whole movie. <laughs> he has bullet immunity, okay? <laughs> He's uh, apparently immune to fire, too. Yeah. <laughs> he just got a little singed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the whole scene with him, like, dying at the end, and then it seemed like they were going for Bella, bringing him back to life with her tears, because, like, her tear was glowing, and then when the it hit him, tear. he started glowing and turned human. But then Lucilda says that he did it to himself by sacrificing himself for another. It's <laughs> like, okay, I thought that the, the revelation was going to turn out to be that Lucilda was her mother, and she was actually part fairy. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been, a, see, that actually would have been an interesting ending. <laughs> I, I would have preferred that to her being the daughter of the idiot detective. <laughs> <laughs> well, it explains some of her thought processes. That's uh, true. Yeah. So if you sacrifice yourself for another, you turn into a human. So why didn't Tibbles turn into a human? Because he was happy as a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Which, again, that too, like, okay, if you have a circus, or, you know, just circus, how, how do you not look at a horse that can talk? In a that, world that, where I horses... was thinking that too. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't get that. Because, like, Geppetto was like, you're the only talking horse in the world. And you're like... But then, like, there's a talking cat and a fox that is treated like normal. Yeah, and that's true. Well, now it's weird that the horse isn't wearing clothes. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you saw him from the front, the way his uh, coloring went, he could have been wearing a vest, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I also, did you notice that he looked an awful lot like the horse from uh, uh, Tangled? Oh, yeah. Like, the styling, the modeling of him, like, not the color, but everything else was, like, he is that that horse. I was thinking of him more as looking like the horse that Donkey turned into in Shrek. 
Also, well, I suppose it's a, probably a common kind of model for like a stoic heroic horse. I suppose they probably were just kind of copying a little bit from here and there, trying to make something that looked appealing. Gasp! They would do that? <laughs> no, they were being completely <laughs> original. I was also going to add Pinocchio's design himself. I was getting like um, the Jonathan Taylor Thomas Pinocchio from the 90s. Oh, I could see that. Yeah. Except that one looked more like wood than this one did. Well, yeah, everything, (laughs) everything in this world looks more like wood than Pinocchio did. I mean, you could point at a ceramic uh, mug and go, "Ooh, that looks more like wood than, you know, Pinocchio's design in this movie. Oh, look, here's a piece of fruit. That looks like wood, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Human Pinocchio looks more wood than Pinocchio as a wooden boy does. Oh, he was so creepy. His eyes, like, shrink. <laughs> that is true. The The wooden Pinocchio looked a whole lot better than the human Pinocchio, even though the wooden Pinocchio looked more human than the human Pinocchio. <laughs> Man, I'm confused. <laughs> like, the only, like, when he turned, the only difference you could see from a distance was... Like the line of his chin got slightly softer, like more human esque. Otherwise, was slightly from- smoother. Yeah, <laughs> a little polished wood. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You've been furnished. <laughs> hey, if that's all it takes, then hey, there's hope for all of us. <laughs> At the end, too, it made no sense that why would the detective just decide to be now the the new ringleader of the circus? Like he had a, not that he was great at it, but he had a whole career as a detective. (laughs) Why would you give that up to be a circus? Because plot convenience. I mean, they were getting gold coins. So maybe, I don't know, maybe it was a lucrative job. (laughs) Pinocchio got five gold coins. And never was paid again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like he performed and then they're like, let's talk about our contract. You're like, Excuse me? You should have talked about that before you performed. <laughs> I guess he was getting a paid in exposure. Yes. Because <laughs> that's always the way you want it to go. Well, he has wood for brains. He didn't know any better. That is true. No, at least he doesn't have sausage for brains. Who is <laughs> the real monster? Exactly. <laughs> and why is the cat's answer to everything to like just shoot it? i don't know but that made him a much more funny character than any of the other characters i would agree (laughs) we'll also add and this is like it's such a random obscure side thing but i have to mention it because it is one thing in this movie's favor when the the one wagon with bella in it gets loose and they go kind of go on a silly you know shenanigan filled journey that was actually kind of cute i was bored (laughs) understandable (laughs) like i say i was looking for anything positive because it was 30 minutes in and it's like is this an hour and a half over with oh my god it's only been 30 minutes yeah there were so many well for most of the movie it just felt like it was taking forever to get to any point did it pass into five or five ever territory just about (laughs) i mean there there are movies that have felt longer than this one this one like if i was forced to watch this one again it would be fine. There are moments of amusement, but I would not choose to watch this movie ever again. 
I could see myself sitting down with a bunch of friends and being like, all right, here's here's the reason why you question why we're friends. <laughs> if you had if you had like, you know, friends over and you went in knowing how bad this was, you know, you get a couple beers, some snacks. I could see this being fun. I suppose. Just as something to watch and laugh at with a bunch of people who like watching bad movies. Yeah, I watched half an hour by myself, and I'm like, this is so bad, I'm never going to make it through myself. So I actually restarted, sat down with my sister, and we watched <laughs> yeah. it. That's, and I, that's and I, the way to do it. And it was almost fun, more fun that way, because like, since I knew what was going to happen, I'm just like, hey, hey, do you like that? <laughs> do you like that animation? We'll get ready to watch it five times. <laughs> Do you like that noise Pinocchio made? <laughs> well, he's going to make it 70 more times. <laughs> Except for the skidoo, skidoo, skidoo one. Yeah. He only made that one once. <laughs> so, yeah, whenever we got bored, we would just say skidoo, skidoo, skidoo. <laughs> I salute you. Skidoo, skidoo, skidoo. I wonder if that was supposed to be something, or if he was just re- saying something random. Uh... Uh, I guess another favorite part of mine was when Pinocchio came to life and he just shouts out loud, I'm a boy, I'm alive! And he's like <laughs> falling over like a drunk person. You're like, yeah, yeah, that's me in the morning. That was the scene when I first started questioning whether I was watching the right one or not because his delivery <laughs> was so flat in the original whatever the first dub was. Mm-hmm. It, it He sounded just so bored. I was like, this does not sound like that trailer at all. <laughs> and then by the point when it was the father line, it's like, I'm watching the wrong one. It has to be. This cannot be the same one from the trailer. And I was correct. Well, and, you know, I've seen Polly Shore movies, and I know that he's not, you know, that age anymore, but everything that he said just sounded like a spoiled, rotten little brat, like saying his lines, didn't he? Yeah, I mean, well, like I said, with him, like most of the interactions with him and Tibbles, <laughs> they just, they fought so much. And I was like, why are they friends? Why would anyone want to be friends with them? They're just annoying. Well, and the fact that Tibble was his, you know, quote, father, what, I, okay. <laughs> yeah, like, okay, like, is that a, a side thing for his conscience because you don't have any kind of a Jiminy Cricket in this? I think so. But it really didn't go anywhere other than than them talking about him being his father at certain points. And then later, like, talking about grounding him and he's like, he's not going to ground him. And it's like, well, then what's the point of me being your father? It's like, what is the point of any of this? (laughs) (laughs) There was a good question. There was that scene with the detective and he's like stuffing a rag in Pinocchio's mouth for reasons. And then the horse shows up and he's just like, I'm his father and I'm brave. And then the guy laughs and he goes, you, and you think, oh, he's going to say you, his father, but it's no, you brave. And you're like, oh, that was the problem you had with this. Sentence. <laughs> <laughs> there was a bunch of moments in this movie like that, where you think somebody's going to be talking about this one ridiculous thing. And then they're actually, for some reason, focused on something totally different. And it's like, <laughs> Who wrote this? <laughs> and I and I what I would like to know is is this the product of the dub or was this how it was in the original? Because sometimes things get lost in translation and sometimes 
with this one, I think I almost think that they did it on purpose for the memes, but I, it depends on it depends on the order of when the two dubs were made because that kind of threw my like I was thinking maybe the first one was a British dub and then they redubbed the main characters because sometimes they will do that like they'll do a British dub and then redub some of the main characters to have American stars. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, then they, maybe they weren't doing it for the memes, and this was an honest attempt at a dub. <laughs> I don't know. I really would like some more information about the making of this film, and there's not a lot to be had. No, absolutely not. And like, and this is a really random point, and it's nothing scientific, just my own experiences, but there's no Wikipedia page for this. Mm-hmm. And considering all of the memery and everything else, that's so odd that there's not something. You would think that there would be a Wikipedia page just for the fact that it blew up online and became a meme. Like, for no other reason than that, I think it warrants a Wikipedia page. Oh, absolutely. But there's nothing. Well, and it's like, like I told you before we got on on this, like, probably, I don't know, 75 to 80% of the movies that I do, low budget as they are, have some kind of Wikipedia presence, even if it's just like a... You know, this movie was directed by this person, came out this year. Here are the people mm-hmm. that started it. There's something. Mm-hmm. And for there not to be anything, like no page at all. That's just so odd, especially for something that has had what came through Lionsgate, had all the blow up that it did over its trailer, unless it's been suppressed. But I don't know. That seems odd. I mean, it could be, but who would want to suppress it? <laughs> Lionsgate, maybe? Maybe, because of the but, bad but they kind of at, at the time they leaned into the memes like Absolutely. they were they were tweeting about it as if they were in on the joke even though people were definitely making fun of them but they acted like they were in on it i know Polly shore did but did lionsgate itself i'm pretty sure lionsgate actually tweeted about it let uh-huh. me see let me go to twitter and see because well, that would that be the only year thing ago. right that, that unless like uh, the other thing that was because so the other thing that kind of came up was this movie was released in russia like a week before they invaded the ukraine so unless there's something with that but i can't think like that's such an odd like there's no connection between them besides the fact this was originally a russian thing and why would wikipedia do that to this but nothing else Oh, it was TikTok. Okay, I'm on knowyourmeme.com. <laughs> oh, there you go. That's the, the place li- to go for it. The official Lionsgate TikTok page posted the clip from the trailer containing P- Pinocchio's dialogue with an on-screen text box reading, wait till you hear it, with the video description reading, the yassification of hashtag Pinocchio. Oh, that's where so that they, comes from. They were leaning into the meme at the time. Okay. I was wondering, because I was looking through user reviews on IMDb, and there was a lot of them that mentioned the yesification of Pinocchio. Yeah, and I, I can see where they got that from the trailer, but you watch the movie, and it's that's like the, the only lines were in the trailer where it sounded like that. <laughs> to me, anyway. Father, when can I live on my own? You're literally two days old. And a log. <laughs> Hashtag Pinocchio for Best Picture 2023. I mean, hashtag this Pinocchio for Best Picture 2023. <laughs> yeah, some of the reviews, if you ever, if you need to laugh, oh my God, they're <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> A truly gorgeous work of art, everything I could have ever wanted in life and more. The director deserves an EGOT. 
This movie is so beautiful. I started to sob and I haven't stopped. It completely changed my life. I think I saw God. Every bit of dialogue brought me closer and closer to the heavens above. This is one of the movies ever made. I can physically not stop watching it. This is one of the movies ever made. <laughs> I will have to agree. I think this uh, every bit of dialogue was bringing me closer to God. But I... <laughs> Oh, uh, Pinocchio is a clear girl boss in this movie. The story is so beautiful. <laughs> I feel like that's an insult to girl bosses everywhere. <laughs> I think it is, too. It shows the grime and grim of how hard it can be to be a girl boss that we haven't seen in theaters. We stand Pinocchio in this household. <laughs> This is this is like the people who try to pretend that they like things like that Norm of the North movie. It seems like it's some kind of a thing to pretend to love horrible things like this, like animated oh, yeah. movies. Oh yeah, I don't, it's I don't iron- really get it. It's like this whole um, I like it ironically. That that's a thing that happens with a lot of with a lot of people. It's like the people that ironically love like uh, asylum movies because they're so bad. It gets weird. But do they really like them or are they pretending to like them? Because it seems to me like they're pretending to like them because it's funny to pretend that they like them. Oh, it's trendy to like stuff like that <laughs> more than anything else. It's it's all it's all an ironic love. That that's really what it comes down to in most cases. It's yeah, like probably. um if you so there's a movie called uh, uh what is it? Cool Cat. And most of the people that like that like it ironically. They'll buy the shirts to be like, hey, hey, hey look at this. It's it's ridiculous. It's weird. Um, mm. But it's relatively common. So, But some of those people will turn out to, you know, eventually they watch it enough where it's like, huh, this is growing on me like a <laughs> fungus. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not going to watch this one enough for it to grow on me like fungus. <laughs> Oh, I love that. Um, just looking at the the poster here, um, from the producers of the Big Trip and the Big Trip Two Special Delivery. Whatever that is, <laughs> <laughs> it's probably another one of those cheap Russian animated film that was imported and dubbed badly. Quite possibly. I don't like rating movies, but I usually try to give them a star rating when I put them into my letterbox lists. So I think I'm probably going to give this one a one star. And the only thing that's saving it from being a half star is the fact that it was funny when the cat shot him. (laughs) (laughs) It's an hour and 20 minutes that you will never, ever get back. (laughs) That's that's my review. (laughs) (laughs) It's one of those things where I'm glad I'm doing a podcast on it because otherwise this would not have been worth watching. But to have a conversation about it, that makes it worth it. (laughs) That's its only saving grace. Oh, I would agree. And it's with two awesome other people, too. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, for most of these kinds of movies, I would not watch this for any other reason other than I do enjoy talking about these kinds of things with people because sometimes it's more fun to talk about these awful movies than it is to talk about kind of a moderately fine, okay, nice-ish movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, the, the the 
the mantra that I've learned to live by is that the worst thing a movie can be is boring. And although this was, yeah. it had a lot of moments of boring, there were some redeeming things, especially when you're talking about it with other people. It was, it was like half boring, half what on earth is this? I can't <laughs> wait to talk about it. <laughs> and then the one scene where the cat shoots up in yes. <laughs> Well, I think we've probably exhausted all of the topics we have for this movie, <laughs> unless anyone has any final thoughts. I've covered all, all my points. But let me reiterate again, for those that may be wondering, this whole movie is still better than Pinocchio, the Disney live-action remake, because no one stared at a giant pile of horse crap <laughs> for a solid minute. That's gonna If I put in a letterbox review, that's my letterbox review. <laughs> That sounds like a good, honest review. I thought so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, you can complain about anything that happened in this movie, but you have to agree that, you know, it's a true story. And... <laughs> <laughs> because have you ever seen a nose grow in front of you? <laughs> a valid point. Um... But you know this this feels like a true based on a true story in the same way that Annabelle is based on a true story. Like there was a doll called Annabelle and that's that's kind of it. Oh, I thought you were talking about that cow movie about the cow that became a no. reindeer or something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you probably could talk about that too. That was probably based on a true story at one point, but uh in this particular instance no. <laughs> 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 oh man well I think that's probably as good a place as any to end this episode <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you guys want to let people know where to find you if they want more from you Katie <laughs> oh gosh do they want more <laughs> oh yes <laughs> uh, yeah you can find me on twitter and instagram at ktdrawsthings and I draw things sometimes. I worked on a graphic novel alongside my friend, so you can go check that out. Okay, and Nikki? Uh, so you can find me not staring at horse crap for a solid minute and a half <laughs> on, uh, on YouTube. <laughs> I do random obscure and straight to bed movie reviews. Um, so definitely check me there. I'm also on Twitter and Instagram at Trivial Theater. Okay, well... We will probably be back for something a lot better than this one in the future. Oh, please, God. So, <laughs> until next time. Thanks for listening to Every Version Ever. If you like what you've heard, make sure to subscribe on your preferred podcast platform or to our YouTube channel. Make sure to follow my co-hosts as well, and if you want more content from us, check out one of the other podcasts in the iHeartMovies podcast network, or check out my brand new Patreon. My link tree, as well as any other relevant links, will be in the description. We'll be back soon with another brand new episode, so thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.